People grow into the conversations you have around them. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part one of a three-part message from John Maxwell about what every child needs. And he's talking to us about parenting and how God parented Jesus and the things that he told Jesus and how those are important, like you're special, you are loved, I am pleased with you. And that are, these are the things that we need to be telling our children and that what, are, what we need to hear as children of God, we also need to hear that. And God affirms us as we spend time with him and be with him. But this is a great message, an encouraging message, just about how to love your children. Here's John. And it's a, a beautiful lesson because it's a, the blueprint is from God the Father and his relationship with his son, Jesus. And I would like to talk to you today about what every child needs. Because you see, we're, we're all children. We, we may be grown children, we may be parents of children, we may be grandparents of children, but we started into this world as children. And perhaps the greatest need, perhaps the greatest felt need in the world today is, is, is how can we add value to children? What, what, what can we do to, to help them to have a, a better life? I would say that that would probably be, if you just kind of did a worldwide poll, that would probably be at the top of people's agenda to, to, to make sure that we, that we provide the very best for our children, for our grandchildren. If you're a child, what do you need? What do you need right now that will help you become the person that you really want to be? That's, that's what I want to talk about. And the example is how Father, God the Father, connected with his son, Jesus. This is, this is simply beautiful. I have a wonderful friend, Chris Hodges, and he and I, a few months back, were having a dinner together, and he and I got onto this conversation. In fact, he was the one that, that began to really turn me on and give me the insight of how the father really connected with the son. And, and we're going to just dive into this lesson because it's, it's just going to really help us all. So you know, I know you're ready to take notes, and I, I'm ready to dive, so look at the person you're sitting beside and, and say to them, you're about to learn something, okay? Just... Look right back at him and say, why do you think I brought you? Huh? Here we go. There were two times that God spoke to other people about his son. One was baptism and one was at the Mount of Transfiguration. And we're going to look at those two uh, times because that's where God physically, visibly gave a response to how he felt about his son in front of other people. So let's go. Let's go with baptism. First of all, coming out of the message again, uh, the moment that Jesus came out of the baptismal waters, the skies opened and he saw God's spirit. He looked like a dove descending and landing on him. And along with the spirit, a voice, this is my son chosen and marked by my love, delight of my life. Now we're going right over to the Mount of Transfiguration. This is where Peter, James, and John, they saw Jesus, Elijah, and, 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 and Moses. Here's, here's the passage. Just then a light radiant cloud enveloped them. And from deep in the cloud, a voice. This is my son, marked by my love. Listen to him. In these two settings, 
Jesus heard from his father what every child needs to hear from their parent. And I'm going to look at these three. And and, and by the way, they're the same in, in both situations. At baptism, the first thing that Jesus heard and felt from the father is, I belong. This is my son. Secondly, I am loved, chosen, marked by my love. And thirdly, I am special, delight of my life. That's what Jesus heard from his father. As he was coming out of the baptismal waters, he's hearing his father say, son, you belong. You're loved. You're special. At Mount of Transfiguration, where we again, God interacts with others around talking about his son. Again, I belong. This is my son. I am loved, marked by my love. I am special. Listen to him. Now, what is the result of a child hearing that from his father or mother? Confidence. And Jesus exhibits incredible confidence because he knew who he was. In fact, there's a passage of scripture, and I'm going to, we're going to look at it right now at the Passover in John chapter 1. Just before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that his time had come to leave this world to go to the Father. And having loved his dear companions, he continued to love them right to the end. It was supper time. The devil by now had Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, firmly in his grip, all set for the betrayal. Notice this next passage of scripture. Jesus knew that the father had put him in complete charge of everything. He knew that he came from God. He knew that he was on his way back to God. So he got up. He got up from the supper table, set aside his robe, and he put on an apron. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them off with his apron. You see, Jesus could do this because he had heard the Father in very specific, tangible ways talk about his son. And he knew that others even heard what the Father had said. He had confidence to face difficulty because you know that Right after this time, he's going to go to the Garden of Gethsemane and and, then we're going to go into the time of his trials and and, and the cross. So so he had confidence to face difficulty because he knew who he was. But he he also had confidence to serve. Isn't it interesting? In his trying hour, what's he doing? He's he's, he's washing the disciples' feet. And and what I want you to know is that there's a, a, a confidence that is given a child when the parent pours into that child and gives that child these three things that is literally life-changing. I have a wonderful friend, Diana Kay, and she has a statement that I love. She said, people grow into the conversations that you have around them. And Jesus grew into the conversations that were around him when the father was talking to, to the people about this is my son, that I want you to know that he, he belongs. He belongs to me, it's, 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 it's my son. 
and that, that this, is, this son is loved by me and, 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 and he's special. Listen to him. He, he's got something important to say. I'd like to talk to you just about, about my own father. He's now 96. He's in a wheelchair. He had a stroke and he's fallen a couple of times and his health isn't as good as it has been, but he's still an amazing man. He, he just absolutely inspires me. I was having lunch with him recently and he was telling me about it. He was with 24-hour care. He's in the wheelchair now. And, and, and then all of a sudden he said, son, look at me, look at me. And then I was sitting right across from the table there at the restaurant with him. He said, look at me, look at me. And I looked into his eyes and he said, son, he said, I, I just want you to know I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, there's a saying in our family, my father's name is Melvin and all of us say we all want to grow up and be like Melvin. And my father really did give me what I need. He gave me a sense of belonging. One of his favorite things as a dad was he would line the middle child. My brother Larry's older, my sister Trish is younger. He'd line us up, and we do this about once a month. He'd line us up, and he'd put us on the couch, and he'd get a chair. He'd pull up a chair right in front of us, and we'd be over there. And he'd look at him, and he'd say, now, kids, listen to me carefully. I've got something important to tell you as your father. And he'd lean into us, and he'd look, and he'd point each one of us. He'd say, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. You're mine, 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 you're mine. I'm yours, I'm yours, I'm yours, I'm yours, I'm yours, I'm yours, you're mine, you're mine, I'm yours, I'm yours. And we sit there as kids, teenagers, and chant it with him. All he was saying to us is, You're mine. You're a Maxwell. You belong. We would have these Maxwell DNA meetings. He'd get us around the table every month and he'd say, now let's, let's, let's remind ourselves what Maxwell's are and what Maxwell's do. Maxwell's love God more than anything else. They, 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 they love God. You have to add, we love God. And, and then he, we love people. Maxwell's love people more. And, and he'd take us through ritual five things. And, and, and he said, that, that's, that's, that's who you are. You're a Maxwell. You belong. He gave us great security of love. Continually express love. I, even in the times when we were getting discipline, I'm the middle child, and, and um, you'll probably find this difficult to believe, but I was probably the orneriest of the three. <laughs> Honest to God, there were times I would look at things that I wanted to do that I knew I shouldn't do, and I knew that if I did them, that I would be disciplined. And I would pull away for five minutes and I'd think about how much fun it would be. <laughs> and then I would think about the discipline that would come. And sadly for me, fun almost always won. <laughs> Literally, with my parents and with the teachers, trust me, I was always having a good time. I, in elementary school, I grew up in elementary school with a, with a desk in the, in the coat closet. <laughs> I mean, they, when you went to the next grade, they just had, this is your desk, John. This is, because I couldn't help us. I, teacher would be talking, I would get up, I'd walk around, talk to a couple friends. I'd say, let's go take a walk, we'll be back. And teacher said, what are you doing? And so I, I got disciplined a lot. 
And, and, and they, but my parents, talk about love. They, before they discipline, tell me what they're ever going to do. And, and then they say, now, what we, understand, we want you to know, we love you. And of course, I'd look at me, and my line was always, well, if you really love me. <laughs> well, they didn't love me that much. <laughs> and, and they would discipline me. But, but, they, but within 15 minutes after the discipline, like clockwork, they'd come back into the room. And they'd hold me and they just wanted to make sure that I knew that I was loved. And it was so easy to trust a heavenly father because I had such a good earthly father and, and I, I, I knew I was special. I, I, I knew I was special. That was John Maxwell and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, What Every Child Needs. You can also find out more information about John at his website, johnmaxwell.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.